When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. I have really good news for you. What? One of our listeners confirmed that there is a dog problem in Texas, and they do a fostering program all over the country because of the stray dog problem. I did see that, and I showed it to my husband, too. I was like, look, evidence. He was like, do you know them? And I was like, yeah, I know her. I know her very (laughs) – I've known her for like 10 years. What do you mean? She's my best friend. What are you talking about? I talk about her all the time. In fact, you met her at the Baltimore live show. That's what I told him. And he was like, oh, okay. He doesn't know. Is that a lie? Yeah. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I I may know her, but I don't know the Instagram IDs. You know, you never know. You never know. Listen, right now, ever Mm -hmm. since I've seen how wealthy Crystal is, I'm really debating having an affair with some nerd at Pixar because (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) I know, right? It's like, and she is like they were making fun of uh who was wearing those fuzzy shoes Sutton Sutton and they were making fun and Garcelle was like wow that's bougie and then Crystal was like oh that's what I donate yeah. <laughs> right like that's how rich she is uh, like, oh, I just okay need, I I don't even need to get some it, so you find the picture guy and then you donate the stuff to me that's all I need it's like I need that stuff. I don't want that stuff. I just don't want to have to worry about bills. You know the <laughs> how rich? Uh, how rich do I have to be? You know, I feel like even if I was super rich, I would have to worry about bills because I would think that I probably didn't do my taxes correctly. Yeah. So I, I think I shared with you something that came through the Indian WhatsApp groups uh, about middle class mentality. <laughs> Right? It's like you will never, it was, it it had to do completely with Indian context of middle class. But at the same time, the bottom line was that you can make all the money you want. But if you have grown up middle class, that mentality is not going to go anywhere. I bet you could live in Oprah's house and you would still have a drawer filled with like plastic bags and lids and. (laughs) Okay, I wouldn't, but my mother-in-law would because mm-hmm. you would live with us. My yeah. husband still says if he ever won the lottery, he would still work. Yeah, so what is your middle class thing that you do that I, you think you'll continue doing? So clearly the plastic bags was not yours. Uh, probably shopping at Old Navy. Yes, see? <laughs> like, why would you not? It's comfortable clothes. Yeah. It's not about the price. No. Even if it was about it, it was about the price at one point, but now even with all the money you have, you still buy it all the old navy. Yeah, I don't want to be rich so that mm-hmm. I can have fancy things. I want to be rich so that I don't have to like clean my house or worry about things breaking or like if I wanted to change the design in a room, I would just mm-hmm. 
pay somebody to do it. Like that's the stuff I would spend money on. I would I would go on vacations and stuff. That's what I want to be rich yeah. for. I don't want to be right. rich so that I can buy fancy stuff. I don't need fancy what stuff. What is the one everyday thing? Maybe it's something that you have to do, a task or a chore. What is the one thing that would be the first thing that you would change if you won the lottery tomorrow? That's such a good question. Like my job. You would quit your job. 100% I would quit my job. Yeah. I would quit my job because I'm dying to quit my job. Mm -hmm. Don't tell that to anyone. But also I would get a maid service to come every day or every Every day. day. Every day. Yeah. Like a housekeeper. I would get a housekeeper. I feel weird about housekeeper because... Housekeeper is weird because they're living with you. That's still kind of weird. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So we would not even move into a big house with housekeepers. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would just update this house. Like, I right? love my house. I would just update it Get so that better, everything is Yeah, better out. furniture maybe. I would no, I would love my furniture. I would keep I my would furniture. I would change up my furniture because I have old-ass furniture. And then I would get a maid service. It's interesting to see these, like, really rich people in family karma, like the mm-hmm. Patel, you know, the Patel compound. Yeah. They're still desi as hell. Like, it, I follow Dylan and yeah. Sean on Instagram, and they post stuff, and they are, like, they are just, you know the term dehati? Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, just so old school like that's met and that right there is middle class mentality despite being extremely rich like obviously they said their grandfather used to drive them in like a really nice car right blinged out suits but right and then was it monica's dad who was like we he grew up in singapore yeah he grew up in Singapore. See, he's not even like, this is not the first place he's lived. He's lived in Singapore. And yeah. So, and he's still, the stuff they do and the cooking and the, the way they eat and everything else is like so. Yeah, I don't mind cooking either. I mm-hmm. love cooking. I just mm-hmm. don't like cleaning up after cooking. But even as I say that, I'm like, that's not true because I clean as I cook. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, guys, listen, listeners, if anybody wants to give us a million dollars, to test out what we would be like if we became rich. Feel I think free. we would, yeah, I think it would be analysis paralysis for us. We would like oh sit there God, watching the money in the bank account and not really know how to spend it. And we would just like stare. Oh my God, yes. I don't know what to do with that much money. Yeah. Like it's just sitting there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we would just stare. Yeah. Why right, would we even you- come to this topic? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. oh Crystal, Crystal. Yeah, Crystal, and yeah. me wanting to get dicked down by the bouncing Pixar lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which Pixar character do you have to blow? Does Noor have to blow? <laughs> does Brielle? Does Brielle have to blow for me to become a <laughs> Okay, all right. We have so much stuff to talk about. Oh I don't even know what you spent 10 minutes talking about this. Okay. Oh. What are we talking about first? We talk about family karma or the housewives? What we do you want to get out? Let's get our family karma out of the way. It was a long episode. It was. It was and, a very Anisha long. did tell us that. And she said there's going to be multiple of these long episodes. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was so happy watching the whole time. And I was mm-hmm. cracking up. I was laughing so hard at mm-hmm. some of these moments. So yeah. because it was a premiere episode, we're just going to kind of go through what each of the characters are now doing since we're meeting them. And then we'll talk about the big fight mm-hmm. that happened yeah. at the end. So 
Anish, we meet Anisha and Chitra auntie. Chitra mm-hmm. auntie is my favorite person. All the aunties are my favorite, actually. All the aunties are good. But Chitra auntie is just so cute. She's yeah. just she's sitting there with Brian's mom, Dharma. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we can, we can, we don't like, fight with each other. Yeah. We don't talk we about. Don't have a, yeah, we don't have a beef, which just tells me that there's beefs going on with the other women. So they, finally, <laughs> what happened was when they first, when they finally started doing the confessionals, these were the only two that were talking to each other. <laughs> yes. And she's like, we don't talk about, we only talk about our kids on this show. But off camera, we talk about everybody else and never our own kids. <laughs> loved it so we find out that anisha is freezing her eggs Mm -hmm. and you know she's visiting her grandparents her 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 grandpa is so cute so what did she say she was so we we talked to her a lot on clubhouse yes and uh, what did she say he was 89 my god and his her grandmother is 80 and he doesn't look 89 no they don't they They both look younger than that and she said that he is almost completely deaf, which is why she's always like talking loud and enunciating. She said he <laughs> reads her lips and that's why she talks slow and loud. And he's always curious. He's like, are you shooting? And she's like, the cameras are right here. He looks straight at the camera. <laughs> he's he like straight at the camera. And he says, no shooting. No and she's sh- like... It's there's a mic right above your head. What do you think is? <laughs> yeah, and the producer tell says in Tamil, she's like Grandpa. I'm shooting. She's like she calls him Tata, which is yeah. Grandpa in Tamil, and she's like Tata. I'm shooting. <laughs> I am here. You see me. You know who I am. <laughs> I and then he it. tries to touch the boom mic and everything. And his wife, did you see how she quickly pulled his hand out? She's like, don't embarrass us. <laughs> so cute. So cute. Oh, I love it. I uh, honestly, I could, I know the kids are important, but every time the kids are only on the screen, I really miss the adults. Like, yeah. I miss the elders. I love them so much. So I Anisha's know. She's freezing her eggs, which I think <sighs> is really great. She talked, mm-hmm. so we were on Clubhouse and she did talk to us on Clubhouse about that as well. About just her journey of being this, you know, mid-30s single woman and all the pressure that comes along with it. And how season one, she was really miserable because her life plan didn't go as she had planned for 12 years. Mm-hmm. And this season, she feels like she went through a whole journey and dating and all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited to see that. And I think mm-hmm. it's really cool to see her showing freezing her eggs i know we've seen that with a lot of other shows on bravo but you have to understand that from a south asian perspective mm-hmm. we don't do that like the, yeah. you, first of all nobody talks about fertility until the day after you get married they expect you to be pregnant the next day yeah. but we don't show this stuff we don't talk about it there's no even like just growing up you never mm-hmm. talk about unless you're married you don't even you don't even talk about your period like mm-hmm. it's so hush hush so mm-hmm. i love that she's showing this journey Mm-hmm. Anish is driving around with her mother. Her interactions with the mother are also so funny. Her mother is like, she's like joking about that this doctor is the first person to touch her in months oh, yeah. Yeah. or years. And then her mother is like, I don't know whether to laugh. I don't know when you're joking or are you are you have you not are you not having sex? I don't know if I should be happy about it. She's like, I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> I love it. I love that relationship. I like that. So Anisha is, some people don't like her because of the dry, I think it's her delivery. Mm -hmm. She has such a dry way of joking. It's like, 
delivering her zingers and yeah. she doesn't do the I'm delivering a zinger she's like uh, talks matter of factly but it's actually a sense of humor that comes through but it's hard when you first come across it you're like uh I don't know if you're trying to be funny or not I don't quite get it because it's a, it's a sarcastic kind of humor too I get that a lot because I think also South Asian girls are supposed to be like bubbly and happy and so mm-hmm. silly and like cute. And like they're all supposed to be Monica's. Yes. Like that's what they're supposed right. to be like. We are all raised to be that way. Mm-hmm. And those of us who are not that way are mm-hmm. on the very other end of the spectrum, which is Anisha, which is very mm-hmm. dry. And like obviously you and I were like friendly with each other. So there's mm-hmm. we're very friendly people. We're nice mm-hmm. and everything. But the sort of like bubbly sweet girl shtick is not Mm. for all of us and Mm -hmm. so sometimes in our communities when you're not that way people really think of you as like some weird black sheep Mm -hmm. and and you almost sort of sometimes have to wear that even more and I almost feel like growing up Mm -hmm. if Anisha was Anisha was treated that way She's kind of now been like, okay, if that's who you think I am, I am going to wear this black cloak and I'm going to wear the shit out of it and I'm going to make it fashion and I'm going to be hilarious. Yeah. And you guys won't be in on the joke, but I know that I'm funny. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love about her. I think she's really unapologetically herself. And I really like that. Yeah. And she doesn't have many regrets. She says something and it's off the cuff or whatever, but she, she owns whatever she says. So that's something to be appreciated too. Unlike the others. The other mm-hmm. boys. Yes. Um, so who do you want to talk next? We shall let's talk about well, no, let's talk about Amrit and Nic- oh, Nicholas. Yeah. So Nicholas. Amrit and Nicholas are moving out of Amrit's parents' house and into a studio with a really nice view in Miami. So when Amrit first shows the studio to mm-hmm. Vishal and Brian, it kind of looked bigger. I thought it was like, that's the one room, but there's another bedroom off and all of that. Yes. I thought it was bigger because he was showing his kitchen area and what drawer do you want and things like that. And then when he came in with Nicholas, it almost felt like a completely different apartment because it was so tiny. Yeah, it suddenly felt like the size of this office that I'm sitting in. Yeah. Like it was really small. I was like, okay, well. With the big dog. Maybe it was the big dog. It what could have it? been the gigantic dog. I would be like, you know, maybe maybe don't bring your big ass yeah. dog. Yeah. He, he, he could have left the dog with his parents. I mean, the dog clearly had more room with the parents than here. So the parents like kind of wish him off to move out and the mom <laughs> is so sweet. She's having this really emotional moment. The car drives away. The, producers, the producer asks her, are you okay? And she says, I feel like a piece of my heart just went away. And the dad, <laughs> the dad walks in. He goes, all right, all right, come on in. The bigger piece of your heart is in here. <laughs> and one of the, the sweetest things she does, which I think is very common in Indian mothers, but also in um, or South Asian mothers, but also sometimes in Jewish moms and Italian moms. <laughs> Did you take your medication? Did you take this? Did you take that? <laughs> Did yeah, you, take your you want to take your tilapia and your eggs. <laughs> yeah. What about your food? Do you want something? In a- <laughs> and Nicholas is like, I can go grocery store. I can go get some. <laughs> And then they end up in the apartment without any comforter. He's like, Do you want to go back to my parents? Because you know, he's like, Nicholas is like, No. Uh, he seemed very happy to be moving out of that right. house. He was like, I can't get out. It's a, a monsoon outside. I'm good. We'll make it work. It's fine. It's just rain. Yeah. Nobody's going to melt. 
Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Monica. So Monica has a new boyfriend mm-hmm. named Rishi, and Anisha calls him Dollar Store Drake. And I, you know what? She's not wrong. He's a really no. cute guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's not my type. I'm not into guys that look like that. Mm-hmm. But he is very cute, very Miami. And it's sweet. She goes over to his apartment. Then Monica's dad comes over. Monica makes a whole meal. Yeah. The dad is so – I freaking love Monica's dad. I think he's so sweet. Yeah. Is he gay? We have been talking about it, right? He comes off that way. But but people in South Asia, men in South Asia can tend to be like that and not be gay. Yeah. I know know enough men in South Asia, it's okay for men to touch men, put their hands around them. It's fine. It's normal for heterosexual men to do that. But the stuff he talks about, put a ring on it. And, you know, the kind of stuff he does, the way he was buying her clothes last year, and all of that that's a little suspicious but i don't know i don't know i don't want to necessarily say that about somebody who may or may not be but at the same time i don't like the speculation i if he is i hope he comes out and says he is because that would only make him even more endearing to most of us. We'd be like, oh. Right? I would be, I think he's so sweet. I think he's yeah. wonderful. But he also mentioned, so you mentioned Singapore. Like, he's from Hong Kong. Hong Kong, sorry. So he sorry, used to yeah. live in Hong Kong, which is, again, like, it's a whole other vibe when um, people yeah. are other, if yeah. live in other parts of the world. So yeah. we can't base it off of our understanding of mm-hmm. somebody sort of appearing as gay or queer. Yeah. So I don't want to speculate. Yeah. yeah. But I do love their relationship. I think that he's so sweet. And yeah. I like that Monica likes her boyfriend and her dad. And I like that it was a very honest conversation too because she was like, yeah, I'm an adult. You know, I spent the night over here at my boyfriend's apartment. It's not a big deal. And I thought it was really, really a choice for Monica to say that on the very first episode right. of the season. Since last uh-huh. season, there was uh-huh. so much talk about she's a virgin and she's a prude and she doesn't drink and blah 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 and this season like very first episode she's like you have a boyfriend and I sleep over at his house and we're playing flip cup and I'm doing shots like yeah she's really going above and beyond to kind of break that goody two-shoe vibe that Uh she had going uh on the first first season so yeah like okay if this is who we are that's fine. and I think the the source of Anisha's dislike of Monica comes from there right that yes. A Monica comes off as very goody two shoes to the parents and the parents all dote on her and she's like the perfect child yeah but Anisha knows that Monica is not a goody two shoes yeah obviously so it that's what bothers her I think that's what has been Anisha's um bane is like Monica comes off as this but she's not really that and yeah everybody praising Monica gets on her nerves when you know Monica wasn't being honest about it to everybody so maybe maybe this season Monica coming out of her shell and being authentically who she is might maybe change that situation yeah I think so too yeah speaking of coming out of their shells and being authentic Mm -hmm. or I'm not even sure what he is Vishal Mm-hmm. Okay, Vishal is my least favorite person on Bravo. Okay, yeah. So Vishal him. says he has grown a lot. All I can say is his beard has grown a lot. His eyebrows have grown a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yep. seems to be a little bit extra hairy this time around, but um, right, his eyebrows yeah. look like they were—they had a life of their own, <laughs> and they were going to like fly off. Uh, but man. I, Vishal is a very complex person. So what he talks about his brother, older brother, Mm -hmm. and how he was raised, 
it feels like he was bullied all his life and yep. his juxtaposed that with the mother who babies him. Yes. Juxtaposed that with the father who does who seems indifferent. Yes. I think it all leads to a very confused, infantile, immature person. And juxtapose that with a fiance who is like a boss bitch. Yeah. Who's not putting up with his childishness. Mm-hmm. And it's- that is that makes him a very confused, very angry, very damaged. I felt like he's he's he has some deep issues that he doesn't even know what they are. Yes, exactly. He doesn't know what they are. And he thinks it is because he doesn't assert himself. Mm-hmm. But he has never asserted himself. You don't have to be... That's not your authentic self. You don't have to assert yourself to come off as something other than yourself because other people think you need to assert yourself. Yes. Uh, he was more likable last year when he didn't care if people thought he was gay or he was fluid or whatever. He didn't care about that. He was very open about his sexuality. He was open about... He didn't care that Richa would randomly get on a bike with some strangers and went for a ride. It didn't yeah. bother him. It didn't bother yeah. him that Richa was the boss bitch and he was and he was embracing all of that. But he also now I think feels that Richa is listening in to how people have received him. Yep. How people online talk about him. How her mother now, all the stuff that her mother might have been telling Richa is sort of being confirmed by others yep. about um, Vishal. And she thinks that she can do better. And so she is like sort of believing that. And he feels that the only way to win her back would be to pretend to be somebody he's not, which is a macho guy. It's so sad. It's yeah, so it's sad. sad. And honestly, I think what's really weird is Amrit is not a great friend. Well, explain that. I mean, I know I, I think that, but again, explain it. Like Amrit wants him to be happy. Mm-hmm. So Amrit is not encouraging Vishal to be happy in a way that means Vishal embraces who he is. Mm-hmm. Amrit probably also grew up watching Vishal get beat up by his brother mm-hmm. and watching Vishal get bullied because Vishal talks about being the skinny, yeah. scrawny little kid, having Crohn's disease, being disabled, being in a wheelchair, all of these yeah. things. And Amrit was his best friend, right? right? And now Vishal is sort of getting to become this really fun, popular, obviously getting famous because he's on national TV. Mm-hmm. He tried to be an actor. It didn't go anywhere. The show is actually pitched by by Anisha and Vishal. Mm -hmm. So Anisha and Vishal made the show. They pitched Mm -hmm. it to Bravo. They're the reasons why the show works. So I think that Amrit is almost looking at it like, now Vishal gets to be the guy that he always always wished he could be. He's going to get respect from everyone and he's going to be liked by everyone, which is probably what Vishal is thinking himself too. But the thing is, Vishal isn't actually addressing likely the pain that he had from his childhood, the issues that he has with his parents, or the issues that he has with his brother the fact that he brought up so many times about his brother beating him up Mm -hmm. was really really telling to me Mm -hmm. and the fact that he thought that it's totally acceptable for his brother to be physically violent or threaten him because he was out of line or he needs to be put in place is really fucked up Mm -hmm. and then for him to take that same aggression and put it on dylan who Mm -hmm. shouldn't have been talking shit about vishal sure yeah but for him to put that on another person and then and then also get mad at sean who Mm -hmm. is doing what vishal's brother probably never did for him yeah yeah Like all of those things are all connected and Amrit, rather than saying to Vishal, hey man, I know you have a point, but you can't be threatening physical violence Mm -hmm. against this kid who we literally have seen as a baby. 
Yeah. As a little baby, he's eight years younger than them. Yeah. So Amrit is smart. He's yeah. actually confident. He's really successful. And yeah. rather than using his confidence and his success to help his friend yeah. navigate this new life, he kind of enables bad behavior. And I right. don't I don't like it. It's like even last year, I remember Amrit would like gaslight Anisha. It was yeah. really weird. I don't yeah. like Amrit at all. I think he's super toxic. I don't know if he's toxic. I think he is very aloof. He's confident in himself and he's very aloof. He's like a hands-off friend. Yeah. He doesn't come from a place of enabling you. He will. He would probably punch Sean for Vishal and that's what he thinks is the right thing to do. But he, I don't think he has the emotional depth to help Vishal. That's where yeah. I feel like he's shallow is what I feel like. Amrit is a little bit shallow. Okay, you're right. That, that might be a better word than toxic. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he, I don't think he's toxic. I don't think he's necessarily doing it out of spite. I think he's just shallow and he doesn't care. So that's yeah. where he is. I think that's a really good way of putting it, that he lacks the depth to like understand what these words mean or how yeah. it impacts another person. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, that's what, that's how I feel with Amrit. I don't necessarily hate him, hate him. I just think that he is not mature either. I think there's a reason Amrit and Vishal are friends. They are both mm. sort of similar personalities. Amrit just happens to have been lucky in getting a career and having a job and that has a sense of success with it and he's come out and his parents have accepted him and he doesn't feel the same pressure of marrying and all that that Vishal probably feels so he doesn't feel that Vishal is very self-conscious he that's why he works out so much I think he has very deep inferiority complex and Richa allowed him to be himself for a while Mm -hmm. and he felt safe with Richa and now that Richa is gone he feels completely brotherless he's not a man in his own play he doesn't have a job proper job he works for his mom he doesn't have a sense of direction anymore he is completely lost and he doesn't know how to deal with it so i feel extremely sad for vishal but i know he's in a sort of in a self-destructive kind of path right now and needs needs help you're really good at changing my mind. At the same time, my mind is so easily changed. You know this. Okay, I don't hate them. I just yeah. – they make me upset when I'm watching mm-hmm. them. I'm like, you yeah. guys are wrong. You guys yeah, yeah, are yeah. so wrong. Right. And you enjoy being wrong. And it's just very right. frustrating. What did you think of Sean and his, and his girl and Dylan? Okay, the Patels, very excited for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are they the Patel brother Patels? Are they the They could be the Patel brother brother Patels, yeah. So Patel brothers, for those of you who don't know, are Oh, actually, no, they're not the Patel Brother Patels because I know who the Patel Brother Patels are and they're in New Jersey and they're not in Florida. But Patel Brothers, the reason why we keep saying Patel Brother Patels is because Patel Brothers is like a giant Gro- Indian grocery place in nor- in the Northeast that is massive. It's all over it, in all over U.S. And it's now all over the it, U.S. No, it's all over the world too. I mean, there are Patel Brothers stores in Europe, and there's <laughs> there's there's in Canada everywhere. So they're like a huge chain of grocery stores. And well, so the I know of one guy whose yeah. father mm-hmm. is the Mr. Patel of Patel Brothers. Ooh. And they're in New Jersey. Wow. But I don't know. Maybe they are related to the yeah. Patels of Miami. All, what I've heard is that it's a big group of, it's a big family of cousins and relatives. And they all keep that business within the family. So mm. they keep it's moving possible. to different places and they have these stores and 
the joke is that if you went to the South, South Pole, you would probably find the Patel brother there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Now, I'm. I, we met Sean last season. I really was annoyed with him first because I was like, oh, my God, he's like the most mansplainy, corny guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, he just seems like they had introduced him as sort of like very nerdy. And like, mm-hmm. I know that guy so well. I grew up with guys like that. Mm-hmm. But this episode, I love Sean. I think yeah. he's like – I have an older I have two older brothers and I've got one brother who almost punched a DJ at our other brother's wedding for me because the DJ tried to pick a fight with me. And so that's my brother. I want to know more. What was the fight about? What song did he not want to play? No, I told him to turn it down. Oh. I told the DJ because it's too long of a story. I told the DJ to turn down the music because we're having a somber moment. And he said to me that he couldn't hear me. And I said, I think you could hear what my hands are saying. And I'm telling you to turn it down. And then he made a rolled his eyes and turned away. And I said, excuse me, I'm the groom's sister. And I'm telling you that you need to turn it down. And then he continued to ignore me. And I said, I will fuck you up (laughs) if you don't turn it down. As I'm telling the story, I'm like, maybe I was in the wrong My brother saw me. My brother, whose wedding it was not, but my brother saw me. He was like, what happened? I was like, this motherfucker is trying to come. He's trying to ignore me. I'm telling him to to turn down the music. He's acting like he can't hear. My brother was like, bro, like, you want to take this outside? We can take this outside. He, like, got all it. We all went very New Jersey. It was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Judas moment for us. Uh, it was great. Yeah. So I've got one brother who will defend me that yeah. way. And then I've got another brother who is like, if somebody said to them, like, if somebody said to them, hey, I think your sister might be a prostitute, my brother would be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he would just be like, yeah, huh. that sounds right. Yeah. He would be yeah. like, oh, huh. Yeah. That I can that see that. Be right. I can yeah. see that happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the difference between my brothers. <laughs> so when I saw Sean like sticking up for his brother and saying like yeah. he was the first one he I I was the first person he came out to. It meant so much to me that me and my cousins and all the young people yeah. sat down all the uncles and said like this is what it means to be gay and like yeah. you can't. Sh-. I cried. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. I loved it so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, I know. They were. He was so protective. Like immediately, he was like, "No, that's not happening. He cannot talk to you like that in the car." Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, his girl, his girlfriend, or fian- what is she? Fiance, girlfriend? I don't know. She's what now fiance, but at the what, time she what was. What was her name? I forget Pooja. her name. Pooja. Yeah, she was up. She was like ready to throw it down too. She was. Like, yeah, she was like. <laughs> Punching in the air, she was like, "Don't you ever talk like that?" She was like ready to punch Michelle down. She was like, "You don't have to take Dylan. You don't have to take Sean. Just take me. Come, let's go." She was like ready to throw it down, and I was like, "Wow, that's she's awesome. I want to see more of her." Yeah, yeah, I loved yeah. her. I was yeah. like, "Okay, yeah, I can." Yeah. And I, I love that all this happened, and like Anisha just left. 
Yeah, Anisha was like, yeah, this is getting crazy and I'm going to leave. And she was like, no, nah, I don't want to stay here for that. And I think she was going because she was, she had said hi and she had said goodbye to Monica. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The thing she said, hi, I know you, you and I don't like each other for the same reason that you and I don't like each other. So I'm just going to say, but I don't want to be rude to you. So I'm going to come over and say hi. And Monica was like, hi. And she's like, and now I'll say goodbye. And Monica was like, okay, bye. <laughs> I do like that they have a very petty fight. They but have I a think petty like, fight, but they also yeah. have, they're petty with each other. But Anisha lets Monica get on her nerves. There's yes. nothing. Monica's doing nothing. She's just ignoring her and sitting there. But Anisha lets her get on her nerves. And part of the reason why Anisha wanted to leave was she kept looking at Monica and getting annoyed and irritated and just yes. like, I'm leaving. Yes, Must everything Monica did pissed her off. Yeah. <laughs> which, and I think there's an underlining here that we're not talking about, which is that Monica is the girl that I think Anisha thought she was in her 20s when mm-hmm. she was in like a long-term relationship and she thought she was, you know, she had her plan laid out. Yeah. And I think something about Monica being young and having yeah. those options still does yeah. drive Anisha crazy because Chitra, Anisha's yeah. Chitra auntie loves Monica. Yes. <laughs> so that's like another thing that really yeah, does. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. I just realized that we have a lot to talk about on this. Mm-hmm. So we I'm haven't even me- talked about Brian and the no, other we haven't, Monica. Yeah. We haven't talked about them yet. So I think I'm going to just release this tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do it. Okay, so let's talk about Brian. Brian has another Monica, and he's he is seems to be madly in love with her, and yeah, um, yeah she's a doctor, so yeah. she's a perfect Indian woman. <laughs> it kept cracking me up that Dharma Auntie kept saying well, Monica was a prick tease. Yeah, I was like prick tease. Jeez. Oh my auntie. god! Do you even know the uh, auntie doesn't know the full implications of that word? Auntie just saying people don't get mad at Darmanti. She doesn't know what she's saying. She doesn't. She just heard yeah. it one time, yeah. and she kept yeah. saying it. And even Brian was like, "Wow, what? Ooh, yeah. Why are you saying yeah. this? Yeah, but she's also, just, yeah, yeah. He's she is so sweet. She is." She's like Mons. She calls her Mons because he calls her Mons. Oh, yeah. he was talking to Mons, and he gets she get and she is like, who would say no to my beautiful boy? That Monica. How dare she say no to my beautiful boy? And so if she said no, then she's not worth it. And I'm gonna make sure that I talk down about her. So that's where she's coming from. She's just upset that somebody said no to her pretty boy. Right? Okay. Also, it's like crazy to me that like Dharma Auntie is only ten years older than me. What? She's She's, my age? She's 46. She's my age? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. And she has a grown-ass son. Yeah, I mean, she must have gotten married at, like, 16 or whatever. Yeah. Like, old school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, unless it says 56 and I can't see numbers. Yeah. Which is why I'm an auntie. That's fine. How old is Bali? I don't know. How old is Bali? 43, right? I think in her early 40s, yeah. Yeah, early 40s is what I thought. Bali looked awesome. She came to kill. Not enough Bali this episode. Not enough Bali. We need more Bali. There was a moment with Dharma auntie that reminded me of you. Can you tell me which one it was? The one where in the middle of the party she starts vacuuming? (laughs) No, that reminded me of me. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just loved it because that was so real. That was so real. That is totally something I do. <laughs> Cameras are here. There are people in the house. We haven't finished cleaning. I need to vacuum this place. No, it, I don't even think it was that she hadn't finished cleaning. I think she must have seen something drop and she was like, okay, I'm just going to be casual. I'm just going to go and vacuum this. <laughs> Because if I don't do it right now, it could spread everywhere and become a bigger issue. So I'm just, guys, just keep going. Act natural. I'm just going to come here with a vacuum and clean it up. I was like, oh, I, I know which you. part. I know which part of her uh, <laughs> reminded you of me. What? The one, the one where she says, I laugh too loud. Cut it off. <laughs> Cut it off. If I laugh too, I laugh too loud. I'm th- I don't laugh like that. I laugh like <laughs> I <laughs> just loved it because I was like, that's something Arthi would say. And I would be like, no, I love your laugh. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that would be me <laughs> conscious oh of my, my laugh. And like, and, and they kept it in. The producers kept it in. That's like my favorite thing is like the banter with the producers because that's the thing. Like, these are not reality TV stars. These are not They're like really, real, real people. Even Monica's dad, they showed uh, her putting like hairspray on him. He's sitting on the floor <laughs> back to the camera she's putting hairspray on his hair adjusting it and they sit down and he's like oh it started it's already on okay i just love it and you know that's the reason why i love watching everybody's confessionals except yeah. for vishal yeah. when vishal is having his confessionals you can tell he is extremely like rehearsed conscious. yeah and conscious, conscious. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he wanted to be an actor, and this is mm. his way in. This is his career. This is what he's always the wanted. The one thing, the whole episode, Vishal, did you notice how Vishal was talking and behaving? His eyes were so wide open, he was, like, trying to stop himself from just sobbing. Like, almost every total. Yes. The yes. whole episode, I was like, he's going to burst out crying now. And he was yes. like, when he was talking about Richa and everything, he was, like, on the verge of tears. And then his voice kept quivering his lips kept kept quivering and he couldn't finish his sentences he was like doo, 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 doo. he would just mumble and it was it was like he couldn't finish his thought because he was so he was on a verge of a nervous breakdown yeah it's really strange like and i don't... was sitting by himself drinking alcohol at brian's party before yes. he jumped into the pool so that was... was very weird yeah it was very very weird so he's obviously not well Mm-hmm. He did say he had a flare-up with Crohn's. It made mm-hmm. him, he had to quarantine because he got COVID. It made him depressed and that kind of set him off to a different place. But like he keeps saying, oh, I got therapy and now I'm learning how to like speak my mind. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, again, I don't think he's speaking his mind to the right people. Mm-hmm. When he says, oh, I'm going to bash your face to the ground mm-hmm. to Dylan, Dylan, I don't think that he's actually angry at Dylan. He's angry about the fact that he is his falling apart. Like mm-hmm. he is falling apart. His relationship is falling apart. His family life is not right. He's like Dylan and my friends are the the few people that should be supporting me and making sure they are holding me up. But instead, they are also jumping on the bandwagon of making fun of me because I think he's the kind of person. He reminds me of a certain somebody in my family that was the youngest and was teased a lot growing mm-hmm. up. The banter, you know, the kid brother banter, the kid yeah. brother. Oh, yeah, he does. it. Oh, yeah, he's a kid brother brother you know rubbing his head and making yeah. fun of him and that kind of stuff and so when he finally was an adult he hates to be treated like that yeah. he's like i'm an adult now you don't get to talk to me like that 
he gets mad at all his cousins when um, they talk down to him. They they treat him like he's still the baby brother. And he doesn't like it. He's like, no, I'm a grown ass man. You cannot talk to me like that. And I think that's the kind of thing with Vishal. He's like, it would have been okay. But now it's not okay anymore. You cannot make fun of my relationship. You cannot talk about my relationship. You have to give it the respect that it deserves. And I don't like the fact that you guys are all speculating about my relationship. But I think, again, the amount of anger he has towards Dylan is out of control because I think the issue is still, yes, Dylan said one thing, so he gets to go and show up like a macho guy in front of Dylan. But the fact is that everybody is saying this thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the community is saying this thing. But Vishal is making an active effort to go after the lowest hanging fruit, Mm -hmm. the youngest kid. Mm -hmm. The one he can bully. The one one he can bully. bully. And I think that that is the problem. And that's why it seems so aggressive and crazy. And that's what I wish Amrit would point out to him and say, I don't think you're actually that mad at Dylan. I think you're mad at our community. You're Mm -hmm. mad at your brother. You're mad at your parents. You're mad at Lopanti. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're mad at Lopanti. You're mad at your I think fiance. he's mad at his brother and his mother too. I think his, he is going to eventually figure out that his mother is the one holding him back because she's babying him. She's she's making sure that he has no hurdles. And in, in the process, she's the one who has made him this totally dependent on her. Yes, which is very much what happens when you have a sick child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. can happen. So. Yeah, right. So... But what did you think of Dylan? I liked him. I liked him too. He's he is like an interesting character who sort of live livened the whole show up. He did, right? Like yeah. I really he was liked unexpected. I did not expect that. He he's adorable. He is. In my twenties, no, in my late teens, early twenties, I would be in love with Dylan because that was a thing in my late teens and early 20s that I love with gay guys gay brown guys yeah gay brown guys yes and and they they were were the funniest and they were the cutest well also (laughs) yes and also when I was in my late teens and early 20s there were not a lot of openly out gay brown guys Mm. they were all just closeted and I was like Mm. oh my god I love you I'm so in love with x y and z and then Lo and behold, like five years later, I'm like, yep, they're gay. <laughs> but yeah, I love Dylan. I think it's so sweet. And I like yeah. his and Anisha's relationship because yeah. he's like, yeah, I just reached out to him when he came out. And yeah. I knew that I just, I wanted to protect him. And I love that she he, his relationship with Anisha is like, who is this woman that keeps stealing my chicken nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's really sweet. But I do think that there's... I think that Vishal also will likely feel some type of way about the fact that Anish is such good friends with the Patels mm-hmm. because Vishal and Anish used to be best friends. Mm-hmm. So I feel yeah. like there's a lot of insecurities happening there that I feel like are going to get jumbled up, but yeah. I'm excited for all of it. Yeah. Okay. So we're releasing this episode tomorrow, which is Friday. So if you're listening to it, we might start doing this every now and then. If we have too much stuff to cover on Family Karma, because they said they're going to give us like 70 minute episodes. But our Housewives episode, we will drop on Saturday. Yeah. So you're going to get two back to back episodes of ours. Oh my God. I hope you can handle it. We're getting like professional. Do you think we're getting professional? I think so, because if you're doing it like more regularly and we are, we are now, we just added one more episode. 
How professional is it to be doing this with no bra on? I think that's how you're supposed to podcast. I think that in on in podcast terms, I think no bra and maybe no pants is professional. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. All right. So that's it for this episode. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs>